veterans, our veterans. We're going to take a little time to, to share about veterans today. So we'd like all of our veterans to stand, all our veterans, those who served. Okay. Okay, let's give them a round of applause. Thank you. Dave, you got to stand too. <laughs> just, just for the information of the choir, Dave uh, had his one leg amputated uh, right below the knee here about a couple months ago, maybe. And he's been through two, yeah, six weeks ago. He's been through, he had a major, two other major surgeries after that. So he's been through a lot. So we're just excited that he's, that he's able to be with us today. You know, when you think about veterans, um, everybody have a lot of different thoughts, you know. And we honor them because they, they paid a price. They sacrificed. You know, they, they gave. And sacrifice, you know, it, it means to suffer loss, to have to give up something. And not only just give up something, you have to give up something of value. You know, sacrifice, it's a little more than a contribution, you know, when you talk about sacrifices that people have made, it's, it's been pretty serious over the years. Um, veterans make sacrifices to give up things like their time. You know, it's a little bit different now, but most of these veterans who stood today probably didn't. Some of them could have volunteered, but there was a time when there was a thing called the draft. And when you got a certain age, you got to step up to the line and say, okay. I, gotta, I need to go. Not everybody was happy. You know, not everybody was like, okay, I'll, I'll do that. Um, there was times in our country's history when people were glad to give of their time um, in times of war. I've heard stories of men who in World War II, I believe it was, um, they might have had a brother that went into service. Maybe a younger brother was... 17 18 and he would lie about his age and somehow i don't know how i guess in the age when they didn't have computers they took your word or something i don't know but he would sneak into the services and give of himself give of his time and, you know time that's pretty important when you're young you know when you're just a young person they gave up their plans i mean when you think about it to to give up your plans your future you know, what's, what's ahead? As a young person, you're always thinking about what's ahead. You're making plans. You're making plans for, for college. You're making plans for work. You're making plans of all kinds in your mind. And these veterans had to give up their plans, their plans, their future for a while. You know, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's not like what I can do. You know, now it's like, well, now it's what somebody else tells me what to do. Um... I think there's some benefit to that that maybe our young young generation don't experience. It might be good. Um, I always remember, you know, going into basic training and all of a sudden somebody's telling you when to get up. Somebody's telling you when to eat. Somebody's telling you when to take a break. Somebody's telling you everything, what to do. You gave up. For some people that was very difficult. I can still see, I can still vividly see the people who that was difficult for that didn't want to give up and they wanted to still be in charge. And somebody else said, no, I'm in charge. And there was this little battle that went on. Um, the, young, the young men never won. One way or another, 
the other person always won. Um, sometimes it wasn't easy. I've seen some people go through some pretty hard things just getting it through their head. They just need to give up. One of the easiest things was for me was if you just gave up and just do whatever they tell you. You know, just if they said sleep, you sleep. If they said get up, you get up. If they said eat, you eat. You just did whatever. But there is something about that that you have to surrender. You have to give up your plans. You have to give up convenience. You know, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's not a little thing for us now. You know, a lot of us can't even relate to that, what it means to give up convenience. I often wondered, and this, it, the first time I experienced it, I couldn't figure it out. We was in an army barracks in Virginia, and uh, it was 90 degrees during the day. And I couldn't figure out why at night I needed two blankets. It just, just my, the convenience thing just didn't make sense to me. How it can be that hot, but by night, I need blankets. Well, that's because the buildings have no insulation. They were just wooden boards. And the night got cold. And so you gave up a lot of convenience. You know, it wasn't, wasn't easy, the ease of life. And some of them actually gave up their life. Some of them actually surrendered their life for that freedom. You know, we had a young man in our neighborhood who gave his life, gave his life, his future for somebody else, for somebody else. You know, not even knowing sometimes what it was for. You know, you didn't know all the implications of giving your life for somebody. It's kind of, kind of ironic, but those, those men who gave their lives, they gave their lives for us. Now, we're pretty disconnected from it in a lot of ways. You know, we're here now and, you know, everything's good. You know, we got great lives pretty much. We got basically everything we want. We can kind of do what we want. You know, we kind of got it made, really. And here, a lot of that's because of these men who gave 30, 40 years ago. And at the time, they didn't have any recollection that we were going to be the ones that they were doing that for. That somehow it was going to benefit us. And I know that they had no recollection of the fact that not only was it going to benefit us, but we weren't going to be very thankful about it. Because it's hard to be thankful exactly because you don't know exactly what they went through. So it's hard to completely be thankful. But I don't know what some of those veterans would think if they came back now and saw some of the things that go on in the name of freedom and what we think is freedom and what they thought was freedom. I think there was a couple different concepts there. You know, I think for them, freedom was something you fought for, you believed in, you died for. I think for us, freedom means I can do what I want to do. For us, I think the concept of freedom means, well, I can do whatever I want. Nobody can tell me what to do because I'm free. I believe that those men that died for that freedom didn't have that attitude. That wasn't how they saw it. That freedom wasn't so everybody could just do whatever they wanted to do. Yes, we're free, but what are we free to do? You know, they, they sacrificed so that we might have freedom. But free to what? Free to serve one another? Free to achieve, free to work, free to worship, 
free to vote. You know, the freedoms go on and on. And we enjoy those freedoms because somebody paid a price. Somebody paid a price. And there's always a price, sacrifice. Sacrifice has a price. If you don't pay it, it doesn't cost you something. It's not a sacrifice. You know, it's always, it's always got to be a cost. There's a cost. And for the freedoms we're talking about, it's a cost of somebody's life. Somebody's life. Somebody gave. Somebody sacrificed. There's a, there's a story of, I, you've probably all heard the, the story about the chicken and the pig. And, you know, they're looking at the menu of a dinner that's coming up, you know, and they're talking about it. And the, the, the chicken's, you know, so excited because they were able to contribute to it, the meal. And uh, the pig says, yeah, you contributed, but I paid a sacrifice. You know, eggs are a contribution. The actual pork's a sacrifice. You know. And sometimes we look at it that way. We think we sacrifice, you know. Or maybe maybe we give something. Let's say, you know, Christmas is coming, so we're going to give something to an organization. And so we say, well, let's collect some clothes and let's give some of our clothes to to Salvation Army or Goodwill or whatever it might be. And that's a good thing. So I go through my closet and I pick out all the stuff I don't wear. The stuff that somebody gave me last year for Christmas that I don't like. And I give that away to the Salvation Army. That's a contribution. But if you go in your closet, you look at everything, you say, you know what? That's my favorite coat right there. And I know somebody that could use that coat. I'm willing to give that coat. That's a sacrifice. Because now, now you're giving something that means something to you. That there's, there's a price to it. It's special to you. So I believe as we think about veterans, we think about the fact that they sacrificed. They paid a price. And then for me, you know, I look at the biblical, the biblical definition of sacrifice and what that means. And I'm, I'm drawn to the price that we know that Jesus paid. You know, the sacrifice that he made. In John fifteen thirteen, John fifteen thirteen says, Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. There's no greater love than this, than to lay down your life for your friends. And you know, that's, that's very, you know, it's noble. You know, it's a, it's a great thing to lay down your life for your friends. You know, to be able to give to give to that extent. But what about laying down your life for your enemies? Oh, well, wait a minute. You know, maybe I could do it for my friends, but I'll tell you what, absolutely not for my enemies. Because number one, they don't deserve it. You know, for all the rotten things they've ever done to me. For the way they treat me. For the way they act around me. I, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Well, that's the difference between us and God. Because in John three sixteen, the Bible says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth him should not perish but have everlasting life. God looked at the world, looked at the world, and he was willing to give his son sacrifice. See, now, that's a sacrifice. That's a sacrifice to give, give your only son. I don't think, I, don't, I can't comprehend that. I can maybe try to understand that, but I can't. 
I can't. I can't understand that because I don't understand that kind of love. I don't understand that. It's beyond my human understanding. I don't see that kind of love in humans, so how would I understand it? You know, we would barely give our life for a good man, let alone for the world. In Romans, the fifth chapter, Romans, the fifth chapter, the sixth verse, it says, while we were without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. Christ died for the ungodly. See, that's sacrifice. Again, not because we deserved it. You know, we always, we always kind of base everything on what we deserve. Now, if you really get honest about it, you don't want what you deserve, but that's kind of the way we think, you know. I'm, you know, I'm not too bad. I deserve this. I'm not, you know, I'm not the worst person in the world because I can point to them. You know, I always point to somebody around me. They're the worst. So I'm not too bad. But it says that Christ died for the ungodly when we did not deserve it. The good news is that he died for all of us. We don't, we don't have to be good enough. That's the good news. You know? We don't have to attain to some kind of standard that God holds that, okay, now you're worth it. Now you're worth it. In the third chapter of Romans, the 23rd verse, it says, we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. We've all sinned and fall short. I've told the story. They've, they've heard it a few times, so I'll tell you. Um, but, you know, I always compare that to standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon. You know, if I stood every, if I, let's just stand the choir there for now, okay? We stand the choir on the edge of the Grand Canyon. And at the count of three, we say jump, okay? Some of you would jump better than others. You know, the guys would probably look good, you know, you know as you go over the edge. But the, but the answer is you're all short. Some of us go through life and we look better than others. You know, depends what, depends what happens and how things happen around us. Some of us look better than others going through life. You know, we look pretty good in some sense. If we're not careful, we think we're good enough. If we're not careful, we think that I deserve things because I'm good. God ought to be good to me because I'm good. God should do certain things for me because I'm good. At least I'm not as bad as them. The other side of it is we can go through life and realize, you know, my life's kind of a mess. You know, for various reasons. Life gets messed up for various reasons. Bad choices. You know, you can see people doing things. And as I get older, as I get older, as I'm old, I think I'm there. But, you know, you get older and then all of a sudden you realize you're there. But, um but you know, you look, at, you look at life and you see that some people made choices and life's pretty hard. Some people made choices and life's pretty hard for them. You know, the Bible says we reap what we sow. You, tr- you try to encourage young people to think about their choices. Think about the choices you make because, you know, time will come. You're going to reap for what you're sowing. There, it, there's, there's that time. So you, you got to think about your choices. You got to think about what you're doing. Because sometimes we can get into things that we can't hardly get ourselves out of. 
But given that, even if I'm in that condition, I'm the same that the person that's done pretty good. It says we've all sinned and come short. We've all sinned and come short. So we're all short. That's it. You know, the bottom line, we're all short. Doesn't matter if you did short looking good or if you did short looking bad. We're all short. We're all in the same condition. Good news for everybody. Sometimes it's good news for the person that's in dire straits more than the person that thinks they're good. Because sometimes the tendency is for people who think they're good to not think that they need help, that they need a Savior. And so, hey, I'm pretty good. I can do it on my own. I can, I can do this. I've done this. Look at me. I've succeeded. But the reality is we're all short. We've all sinned and come short. And Jesus then comes and he pays a price for us. He pays a price for us, for our sin. He sacrifices himself. You know, the Bible says that when he went to the cross, he went there willingly. He willingly, he gave his life, you know. He gave it. He gave it. You know, they did things to him. At one point in his, his trip to the cross, he says, I could have called 10,000 angels. You know, I could have wiped you guys out. But I didn't do it because I'm here to give my life. To sacrifice. To sacrifice. Sacrifice. You know, again, it's, it's hard for us sometimes to comprehend a sacrifice. You know, I... I you know, and it's nobody's fault, don't get me wrong, but if I ask the people in here that stood that are probably over 80, their comp- comprehension of sacrifice is a lot different than mine and yours. They see it different because they know what sacrifice is. They know what that means. They know what that means to give that much up and maybe give up your life. You know, veterans, they saw people around them give their life. You know, they, they live with that. They saw people give their life. Friends die around them. You know, something that we just can't always comprehend. And so when we think about then the price that Jesus paid, the price that he paid, the sacrifice that he made, you know, we begin to maybe, maybe, maybe understand that a little bit more. A little bit more what it means to sacrifice. So then... You know, if I accept that, then I now can live in freedom. That's what we all want. We want freedom. What I've noticed is in my short life and my experiences that some people think they're free when they're not. Some people think they're free when they're still in bondage to a lot of things. I believe that the Bible talks about what freedom really is in Galatians, the fifth chapter. The 13th verse, it says, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty. But do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. It says we're called to liberty. We're called to freedom. We're called to be free. Now we ought to define what's that mean. What does freedom mean? What's it mean to be free? And again, I think a lot, of, a lot of times my definition of freedom is I'm free to do whatever I want to do. I love it when kids look me in the eye and they say, you can't tell me what to do. I only love it because it gives me opportunity to share. I don't necessarily like, the, like them doing that. 
But it gives me an opportunity. Because, see, that's what we think. We think freedom is I can do whatever I want to do and you can't tell me what to do. Now I'm free. I'm free. But that's not what the Bible says freedom is. It says when we understand who Jesus is and what he's done for us, it says now we're free to love one another. And it says don't use your freedom as an opportunity for your flesh. Your flesh is your desires. This is what I want. This is how I want it. We want to say don't use that freedom as an opportunity to satisfy your flesh. Well, this is how I want it. I'll tell you how I want it, okay? I want everybody to serve me. I want when I want when I I want what I want when I want it. And I better be there too. And if I ask for chilled milk, I don't want warm. It's funny how we start to use our freedom. It's funny how we we start to think freedom gives me a right to demand. But the Bible says that freedom is not as an opportunity for the flesh, for me, for what I want. But it's an opportunity to love and serve. And so the biblical understanding of freedom is now I'm free to love and serve other people. And some would probably say, well, why be free? Well, there's a tremendous freedom in loving and serving other people. You know, I've never seen too many happy, selfish people. Not saying it can't exist. I just haven't seen too many of them. Because what I've seen is when people become selfish and it's all about me, nothing satisfies them. It don't matter what you do. You can't satisfy that. But when people are free and they understand freedom and when they want to love and serve one another, do you know what they have inside of them? There's a joy that they have. There's a peace that they have that can't come by being selfish. And that's my prayer. You know, I think that's what everybody kind of wants. That's where we want to get to. But the problem is I want to get there, but I want to be selfish on the way. You know, I want to be happy. I want, I want to be peaceful, but I want it all to be directed towards me. What, what do I get out of it? What's in it for me? What's in it for me? The Bible says Jesus laid down his life for us, and he says to us, lay down your life for one another. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Be willing to give. So today as we think about veterans, you know, sometimes it's hard to comprehend the price that they paid. I think it's great that once a year we try to at least acknowledge what they've done and set that time aside to acknowledge it. I don't know if we understand it. I don't know if we can. Some things you can't understand until you've gone through it. You know, but I know for a fact that I can understand God's love for me. And I can understand the sacrifice that he paid for my sin. And I can accept that or I can reject it. It's out there. It's a free gift. And I understand that once I accept that, that then he wants me to love and serve others. That it's not about me anymore. And because he laid down his life, he looks, he looks at Christians and says, look, you need to lay down your lives for one another. This is the expectation. A lot of times people, when they think about Christianity, they always think, well, what's in it for me? 
Well, your salvation's in it. But beyond that, it's not really supposed to be very selfish. It's supposed to be giving, serving, sacrificing for others. You know, that's what God calls us to do. So it's my prayer today as we think about veterans and what sacrifice is all about. We thank them. We thank them, rightly so. Maybe we should take a little time to try to understand, you know. You can go in through history and you can read and, and find out what they went through. Sometimes you can sit down with one of them and, and sometimes they want to share and sometimes they don't. They don't always want to share what they went through because it hurts. It depends. It depends. They might share with you, tell you what sacrifice is. But I believe the most, most important is that we understand God's love and the sacrifice he made for each and every one of us. And that that gift that he gives us is free. All we have to do is receive it. You know, we have to receive it. If we don't receive it, then it's still there, but we just don't get it. And so it's my prayer that we accept his gift to us, his salvation, because of the price that he paid for each and every one of us. So the choir is going to come now. They're going to share a benediction, and then I'll come up and close in prayer. I'm going to share with us this morning. Bless you. Um, just for those that are visiting with us, um, things are going to happen now, so don't get too excited. I don't. We're going to pick up all these chairs up front here. So um, if you're in this front area, they're going to be taking chairs. Father, we thank you for these young people who have came and, and shared with us this morning. Lord, just bless them. Lord, just be with them. Lord, let your peace be with them. Lord, we thank you for being with each and every one of us, Lord. We thank you for your love for us, no matter who we are. Lord, just help us to accept that love. We just pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen.